0: All right, so I'm going to do a 2023 season preview and prediction for the Oregon Ducks football season coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, first, I'll just start with, obviously, I'll talk a little bit about the um, Pac-12 and how it's basically crumbling. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but, uh, I mean, it sucks on the surface. The Pac-12 is breaking up. Oregon and Washington are going to the Big Ten, Utah, U.S., or not Utah, USC and um, UCLA as well, it, I was reading something where the, I believe ESPN offered the Pac-12 30 million dollars a year per team, and the Pac-12 wanted more, and the ESPN told them to kick rocks, basically, and if that's the case, then the Pac-12's stupid, the conference should have just taken that, and said they were going to take that stupid-ass Apple deal, which just, uh, was dumb from the beginning. That I was just going to basically ruin the conference anyway. It's unfortunate, especially with like rivalries. Or Who knows what's going to happen with the Beavers, which obviously I'm obligated to hate the Beavers since I'm an Oregon fan. But obviously that's like one of the biggest rivalries ever in college football. It's been around for over 100 years. And it's the future that's clouded at the moment. So, eh. anyway, I just want to get my quick thoughts. Like, It'll be fun, I think. There's going to be some really good teams in the Big Twelve. You now you got Ohio State, who's always really good. Michigan, they're always good. Michigan State, you got Wisconsin, Penn State. I think Indiana's in there. I think. Isn't Rutgers in that conference? Shit, I don't remember. There's like eighteen teams in now. It's crazy. It'll be interesting how they do the divisions and all that stuff and how all that works. Obviously, next year as well. There's going to be the twelve team playoff um so we'll have to see how they decide to do that starting next year but yeah it'll it'll be fun i think it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot better teams for oregon to play against not that i'm saying the pac-12 is bad because a lot of pac-12 is a lot better of a conference than what people think and that's the unfortunate thing is it's like it's breaking up now at a time where the conference might be at the best that it's ever been you know um last year, what, they had the most teams out of any of the Power 5 conferences were ranked in the top 25 at the end of the season. Six teams won 10 games or more, which is insane, so it's just unfortunate it's all having to, and the Pac-12 commissioner's been an idiot for a while. The, well, they have a new one now, but the other guy was an idiot too, so, um, but yeah, I, it sucks. I've grown up with the, well, was the Pac-10 and then the Pac-12, but I mean, Oregon's been in the Pac-12 for, for, I think, since the beginning. I think they were an independent for, like, a couple of years, way back, long before my time, and probably most people listening to this this time. Actually, probably everyone's. But, yeah, I mean, it, they were one of the first teams in the conference. So, it's unfortunate, like I've said a few times. But, yeah, got to move on. I think it's going to be fun because, you know, now we're going to play Ohio State. Probably not every year, but Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin, like I was mentioning. <coughs> Excuse me. As I mentioned, so it'll be fun. I think Oregon. I mean, it's get or I don't think Oregon's gonna be winning ten or eleven games every year. But yeah. Anyway, that's just my quick thoughts. It sucks. I feel bad for all the teams, and it's unfortunate that I had to come down to that. They should have taken the deal with the ESPN. Anyway, so now let's get to two 2000- thousand. Let's get to the season preview and prediction. I'll recap last year kind of quickly. Um, so Oregon went 10 and three last year, pretty good season. They had, you know, they had a first year head coach and Dan Lanning, who they brought in as the de- he was the defensive coordinator at Georgia. Um, after Mario Cristobal went to Miami, good riddance to bad rubbish. I never really gave my thoughts on that. I don't think ever on one of these, but eh, I'm not going to get into that. Um, you know what they brought in Bo Nix from um auburn last year and i'll be honest i uh when they first brought in bo nicks i was like why he because it helped me like he was not good at auburn i think it's just something that i remember watching him play at auburn he just wasn't good like listen to his numbers the first three years at auburn like he ended up he wasn't very good like he threw let's see his freshman year he had 2,542 yards, 16 touchdowns, 6 interceptions? Like, that's decent. Then his sophomore year, he had 2,415 yards, 12 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. And then he had 2,294 yards, 11 touchdowns, 3 interceptions as a junior. So, like, he wasn't that good, to be honest. And then he I was skeptical. He proved me wrong. Bo Nix was fantastic last year. He's back this year, so that's even better. But uh, last year, yeah, they started out, they got killed by freaking Georgia, which... I'll be honest, if anyone expected Oregon to beat Georgia last year, like if you're an Oregon fan, and you realistically thought Oregon had a chance to beat Georgia, I'm sorry if this offends you, but you're an idiot. Actually, you're a fucking idiot. That's a better way to put it. I'm going to use profanity on this because I can. Anyway, so yeah, they lost that game 49-3. to It was kind of crazy because a lot of people at that point rode Oregon off, but they ripped off like eight straight wins. They scored over 40 points, and every one of those... Eight straight wins, um, you know. They uh, then they stumbled down the stretch. They lost to Washington. Bo Nix suffered an ankle injury. They lost to Washington. I think Washington scored like ten points in the last three minutes. Oregon choked that game away. Then they fucking lost to the Beavers. They were up, I think it was like thirty-one to ten, and ended up losing thirty-eight to thirty-four. Horrible. And then they had a really their bowl game was actually really fun in the hall. They won the Holiday Bowl against North Carolina. That was actually a really fun game. They won twenty eight to twenty seven. They Oregon won the game on a last second touchdown pass by Bo Nix. So that's kind of a quick recap of last year. They went ten and three in year one with Dan Lanning. Pretty good. They, in year one with a brand new head coach, a new offensive their offensive coordinator did leave. They had a good offense last year though. Averaged thirty eight points a game, which was tenth in NCAA. Uh, let's see, total yardage, 500 total yards a game, which is insane. 284.8 passing yards, so basically 285 passing yards a game. 216 rushing yards, 500 yards a game. So they are tremendous on offense. Um, Let's see, who who's back? Who did they lose? Their offensive line was really good last year. They lost, so they're going to have to replace that this year. They lost four starters. They brought in, I think, like two guys from the transfer portal. I think I wrote their names down, just one second. Um let's see. Did I write their names down? Yes, I should be more prepared, right? <laughs> uh yeah, so I don't know oh, hopefully I know. They it was I didn't write them down, but I know they got a couple of transfers from Texas and Rhode Island. I think one of them's last name was like Cornelius. And then they brought in two wide receivers, Trayshon Holden from Alabama, and then Tez Johnson from Troy who I believe was actually high school teammates with Bo Nix. So, um, and then obviously um, their running game, or, you know, so they're, then they have uh, Troy Franklin back. He was really good last year, 61 catches, 891 yards, six touchdowns, or no, nine touchdowns, excuse me. Um, Chris Hudson's back. He had 44 catches for 472 yards. And then Terrence Ferguson, their tight end, he's pretty good. He had 32 catches for 391 yards last year and five touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, they got to replace four offensive linemen, which Bo N- they, Oregon had one of the best offensive lines in college football last year. Bo Nix, I believe, was only sacked one time, which is insane. Um, Then their running game, they have both their key running backs back, Bucky Irving and Noah Whittington. They combined for, I think I wrote it down, 1,837 yards combined last year uh, with 10 touchdowns. Bucky Irving barely got over 1,000, but, you know, running back by committee. And then, obviously, Bo Nix ran the ball very well, 800, or 510 yards okay. for him and 14 touchdowns. So, um, <coughs> Oregon's running game was really good. I'm not concerned offensively because Oregon, like I said, they're going to be good offensively. They have a new offensive coordinator, but I think pretty, most of their offense is going to be pretty much the same as last year. Might be a little different, obviously, with a new coordinator, but... I'm not worried about defensively. Um, I mean, their defense could be a little better. They, the passing game, you'd they they gave up 256 passing yards a game. You'd like to see that come down a little bit. 381 total yards given up on defense this isn't terrible, but um, maybe get that down a little bit. They were good against the run; only allowed 124 rushing yards a game. But the passing yards, you'd like to see, you know, come down. But um, and yeah, like, back to the offense, like, Bo Nix was tremendous, though, last year. I was talking about how he was bad at Auburn. He really was. But he came in, he was fantastic. He had almost 3,600 passing yards, 3,593 yards, 29 passing touchdowns, 7 picks, 72% completion percentage, and then he had 4, 510 rushing yards, as I mentioned, and 14 touchdowns. Dude was unbelievable last year. He's actually 7th in the Heisman race to start the season um and then also going into this year Oregon's projected to win nine and a half games which I think is understandable I don't I'll go through it like I said at the end and I'll give you a winner and a loser for every game but I don't see any way Oregon loses more than three games this year so um but yeah back to the defense real quick they lost a lot Noah Sewell well not a lot but Noah Sewell and uh What's that other dude's name? Justin Flo, he's gone. He transferred. He actually ended up getting benched last year. He wasn't very good, but uh, their defense should be a little better, hopefully. They got a lot. They brought in a lot of grad transfers. They brought in a couple linebackers, wrote his name down, Justin Jacobs. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, from Iowa. And Connor Sowell, S-O-E-L-L-E, Sowell, from Arizona State. And then they brought in a cornerback from Alabama, Kyrie Jackson, And then they brought in an edge rusher from South Carolina, I believe it was Jordan Birch. And then two safeties, one named Tashim Johnson from Ole Miss and Evan Williams from Fresno State. And, you know, they got some... uh, So their secondary should be a little better. And then they still got, I believe, Brandon Dorless is still there. Um, I believe Bennett Williams is there, right? Or did he... I don't remember. I think he's back. Christian Gonzalez obviously went pro, so that sucks. Um... But yeah, um, so that's a quick little rundown on the defense. Oh, Jeffrey ba- Bass is pretty good. He's back. Um, and yeah, so like that's pretty much the team coming into this year. I I said I expect Oregon to still be pretty good defensively is where the question marks maybe are, but they got a lot of grad transfers and some other key you know players back. They should be fine there, but Um, now I'll get into the schedule for this year and I'll go through every game. I'm not trying not to make this too long. Um, so yeah, Oregon's actually ranked 15th in the current AP poll, which I think is a little low. I feel like Oregon should probably be a top 10 team, but that's just my opinion. Um, Hang on, let me, once I only pull up their schedule. So, yeah, this is how I do things. I go, I'm go, i just going to go through and get, go through each game, tell you if I think they're going to win or lose. I'm not one of those fans that think, oh, they're going to go 12-0 and every year because that's just realistically not going to happen. I'm sorry. And I've been told in the past, like, oh, I'm not a real Duck fan because I don't think Oregon's going to go 12-0 and every year. But I'm a realist. I'm sorry. Um, So they open up with Portland State. I mean, come on, they're going to beat Portland State. If you lose to Portland State, you shut down the whole football program maybe even the whole school (laughs) but um yeah that should be that should be like a 40 point win minimum Game the second game might be kind of tricky uh they play they go on the road and play texas tech texas tech was a pretty good team last year they won eight games um i believe they had a first year head coach like oregon did um if you look at some of their numbers from yeah joey mcguire is his name um, you look at some of their numbers from last year, like, yeah, they won eight games. They beat Texas. They were pretty good offense. Their defense wasn't super good, but they have a lot of players returning. I mean, they threw for over 300 yards a game. So it's going to definitely be, a, um, a test for Oregon secondary early on, early on in the season. But, um, also an interesting fact is Tyler Shuck, who used to be a quarterback at Oregon is actually their quarterback. So, that's kind of ironic. And obviously I don't really, I mean, he's just going to get a beat down against Oregon maybe. Who knows? But uh, I don't think that's anything to really worry about. Tyler Shuck wasn't that good at Oregon when it's funny because I remember, it's kind of off topic, but I remember there was a point Justin Herbert's senior year where there was actually people clamoring for Tyler Shuck to start over Justin Herbert, and it was just funny looking back on it. But uh, I think this will be a close game. I really do. I don't think Oregon could just sleepwalk through this game and win. Um, I think it's going to be like a 10-point game, maybe, maybe closer. And it's a night game. It's going to be a 7 o'clock game on the road early. So I think Oregon wins, but I think it will be close. So they're gonna, I, think, I have them starting out 2-0. Hawaii, I'm not really going to go much into that. They'll beat Hawaii. Colorado, this is weird. A lot of people are high on Colorado. I don't think they're going to be good. Yeah, they had brought in Deion Sanders as a head coach. I don't care. Colorado won, what, like two games last year, I think? Three games, maybe. Oregon killed him. It was like 49 to like three or some shit. But uh, yeah, I don't think color Oregon's going to have to worry much about Colorado. I don't think they're going to be good. I think they should roll there. Stanford, they fired David Shaw. It's a new era for them. I don't think they're going to be good either. I believe they might be picked to finish last. Um, so Oregon should win. Then they're they're gonna so I have Oregon 5-0, then they have a bye week, and then they play Washington. Washington, oh man. The Pac-12, before I get on to this, I will to talk about like the Pac-12 might have the best conference for quarterback play. Oregon's got Bo Nix back, Washington, who I'll talk about here in a second, they got Michael Penix back. Obviously, Caleb Williams is back, USC's quarterback that won the Heisman. Cam Rising's back for um, Utah. Then the Beavers got a – what's the dude from Clemson? I can't even say his name. I just call him DJ Ukulele because I can't pronounce his last name. It's like Ungle – I can't even say it. Um. Anyway, but, yeah, I think the Pac-12 has the best conference for quarterback play this year. That was a little bit off topic. But, yeah, back to Washington. Washington, Oregon had a fun game last year. That was the game Bo Nix got injured in. There was that fourth down and one where – in the fourth quarter where they left Ty Thompson in the game. And you could question maybe they could have put Bo Nix back in there because they knew they were running the ball, and Washington stopped them, got the ball, and then went down and scored. Kind of derailed Oregon's season there with Bo Nix's injury and wasn't really the same after that. Um scams away. Oh, man. I think Oregon loses this game. I really do. Washington's defense was really good last year. They have a lot of the same guys back on defense, so... And obviously, Michael Penix is really good, and Bo Nix doesn't play well on in road games. He didn't play well in road games at Auburn, and even the road games last year, like he wasn't good against Georgia. Which I mean, that should be expected. Oregon got killed; it was forty-nine to three. But um, and then even against Oregon State, like yeah, he was injured, but like he he wasn't that good in that game. And then really, yeah. So I, I mean, Auburn, and I remember watching him a few times at Auburn. and He was awful on the road there, so in big games, but. I think they lose to Washington, then they come back home, play Washington State. That was actually a fun game last year. They That was kind of early in the season. I remember Oregon came back. They were down in the fourth quarter, and they scored like two touchdowns. And then Washington State was about to score again after Oregon. Oh, no, Oregon had just scored. I think they were down like 10 points or something. Oregon had just scored, and then they got a pick six and ran it all the way back for a touchdown. So. I'm pretty sure that's how it ended. I remember them getting a pick six at the end, and I'm pretty sure they ran it back. But yeah, it was a fun game. Um, I think Oregon will beat Washington State. That shouldn't be any problem. Then they got Utah coming up on the road. Utah's given Oregon problems over the last little while. It's kind of like the new Stanford, where Stanford used to always be the team that would give Oregon problems. 2021, good Lord. They just, oh, what was 38-7 to 7 and 38-10. to 10, The two times they played in the regular season got killed. And then I thought I was watching a rerun in the Pac-12 title game. It's kind of interesting that uh, Utah's won the conference two years in a row. And they're picked to finish fourth in the conference this year. Getting like kind of like no respect. Their quarterback's back, Cam Rising. He's pretty good. He is coming off an ACL injury, which I can relate to. I've had two of those. That sucks. So there's a good chance that he might not be the 100%. Which this is kind of late in the year. It's in October, so... He should be 100% by then, but, oh, man, Utah's always, it's just tough. I'm going to say Utah beats Oregon here, so I have Oregon losing two games so far. They Then they come home and play Cal. Um, I mean, if you lose to Cal, crazy thing is Oregon was actually going to hire Cal's coach, Justin Wilcox, and I'm so glad they didn't, just because he was from Oregon. He's mediocre. I don't know how he's kept his job. Like listen to these records, he's one, like he's like just the definition of mediocre as a head coach. Um, Like listen to his records in his career at Cal. He's in like his eighth season there. Let's see, they went five and seven, seven and six, eight and five, one and three. That was the COVID year. Five and seven, um, and then four and eight. So he has a thirty and thirty six career. Like he's just the definition of. Actually, that's not even mediocre. Mediocre is like if you're five hundred, but or average, I guess. But I mean like and Oregon was gonna hire him just because he was from Oregon, and I'm so glad they didn't go that route. Just the you know, the cheap route there. But anyway, you lose to Cal. It's kinda like I said about Portland State, shut the football program down. Cal sucks. You're not gonna lose to Cal. And it's at home. Then we get to maybe the biggest game of the season USC at against Oregon. Um You know, obviously they have Caleb Williams back. They have, you know, he won the Heisman. Cal, USC won the, or actually no, they didn't. Utah won the Pac-12 last year. They beat USC twice. They didn't have to play Oregon or Washington last year though. So I think that helped them a little bit. But obviously they have, uh, what's their coach's name? Lincoln Riley came from Oklahoma a few years ago. Their defense is terrible. And I'm expecting the same because he's had the same. His pattern at Oklahoma was like they'd win a lot of games but his defense would suck and they'd blow games like because of their defense, like one or two every year. And then they'd get into like the college football playoff and they just get killed because they couldn't play defense. And I, I mean, he's had the same defensive coordinator, even when he was at Oklahoma, I believe his name's Alex Grinch. And I think Oregon wins this. It's at home. It'll be a fun game. Um, I mean, Oregon doesn't lose at home. They've lost two games in the last five years at home. One to Washington last year that they choked that they should have won. And then Stanford in 2018, another game they choked that they should have won. So um, I think they beat USC. Then they come on the road and they beat Arizona, or they play Arizona State. I just pretty much gave that away. I think they beat Arizona State. And then they come home and play Oregon State. You better not fucking lose to Oregon State two years in a row. I don't want to deal with that bullshit. You, I think they beat Oregon State. Oregon State's a, not going to be a terrible team like they used to be, though. I think they're going to win like eight or nine games. Um, like I said, they got the quarterback from Clemson. He wasn't really that good last year, but um. So yeah, I think they, they'll beat Oregon State and finish the regular season ten and two, maybe with a chance to go to the Pac-12 championship game. We'll have to see how the rest of it goes. Um, but yeah, they better not lose to Oregon State. I'll be so mad. Like, I hate Oregon State. I'm obligated to hate them, but I hate them just because... Oh, I mainly hate them because uh, when Oregon played in the national championship against Auburn all those years ago, the Beaver fans, like, refused to root for Oregon. So now I'll never root for the Beavers ever, and I hate all their fans. A little tangent there, but uh, and I hope they go 0-12 every year. Like, I, I know a lot of Oregon fans probably hate Washington more than Oregon State. I'll cheer for Washington before Oregon State. If like if Washington's playing Oregon State, I'd rather Washington would to be honest with you. But just a little tangent there anyway. I think Oregon'll finish 10 and 2. I mean, it's possible they go I don't they're not going to go 12 and 0. Like it's happened one time ever. Um, I don't maybe they lose to USC and go 9 and 3. There's no way they go worse than 9 and 3. Um but like I mentioned, I mean Texas Tech will be a tricky game. I think they'll win. Portland State and Hawaii, or go without saying, Colorado and Stanford, they'll win. I mean the like if Washington was at home, I would probably pick Oregon. The Utah game could be a win because I don't know the health of Cam Rising. I'm just going off. Utah's just been an, a thorn in Oregon's side the last couple seasons. So, but yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. I've been ram. I'm kind of going just rambling now. So, like I said, just a quick recap. I have Oregon finishing ten and two, and potentially maybe playing for the Pac-12 title for the last in the last season of the Pac-12. So we'll have to, or their last season of the Pac-12. So we'll see what happens from there. Anyway, Um, and then I think I'll come back tomorrow and do. I still got to do WrestleMania review. I had to go back and rewatch the whole show, which was a chore because it was like seven hours long. But I took my notes and all that, so I'll come back. I'll do a review of that tomorrow. So. Yeah. Thanks for listening.